Hi everyone and welcome to the Therianthropy Podcast. I am your host, Melodium. This is our very first podcast and we all hope that you will enjoy it very much. A little bit about Therianthropy to get this on the road. Therianthropy has a wide variety of definitions and the old joke goes that if you ask 10 Therianthropes what Therianthropy is, you're sure to get 15 different answers. Therianthropy, on a basic level, is when a human has a connection to an animal and feels that they are that animal to some degree mentally, spiritually, or whichever they prefer or use as their connection. The animal or animals that the therianthrope is, well, connected to is called their therioside, theriotype, or wereside. Some therianthropes have shifts which include mental, dream, phantom, and etc., in which they become more animal to some degree. Others do not shift at all, and because their stereotype, stereoside, or wereside is completely integrated into their personality, they do not experience shifts like other people might. Now, that now after that very quick and very barebone introduction, let me give you an overview of this week's podcast. Since we currently have no submissions, I will be hosting the entire show tonight. Again, if you ever want to participate in the show, please send me an audio segment that can be 5 to 10 minutes long, <laughs> or whatever length. I have a feeling that you all get might get tired of my voice after a while, because I know I sure would. Tonight's show will cover the following. The community, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Stereotype searching. Multiple stereotypes, wings and their possible meanings, seeing your stereoside or stereotype differently. <sighs> For the community, the good, the bad, the ugly. The good. Truth be told, the therianthropy community is probably one of the more stable online communities. Most of our forums, discussions, or live journal groups are spread out but the fact we can even simply get a few members together to discuss such things <laughs> with each other is brilliant. I mean, the majority of the communities are, well, you know, very intellectual, well thought out, well planned. Um, there's a lot of effort put into them on all sides. Not only that, but um, most of the leaders are pretty strong. And when I say leaders, I mean people who keep the community running, who host sites like Wearlist. I mean, it keeps us all connected, keeps us together, and gets us our posting fix for the day. <sighs> and not only that, but the communities have really been trying to keep it as BS-free as possible, which I appreciate a lot. Now, the bad. The really only bad things I can say about the community is the limited form of its resources. I mean, everything is in writing, and of course, because it's the internet, I can understand that. But, I mean, I would love to see something different, because what about those people who really don't care for reading, who will just read something and not pay attention? Um, it just would be more helpful to have things that are a little more, well, diverse. And that's one of the reasons I want to do this podcast, because I think it's time for people to start talking, because 
talking, whether we want to believe it or not, is just another form of a way we can tell things, a way we can help other people. And that, I believe, is very important in this community. We need to help others. We need to be understanding of others if, well, we ever want to see any progress. Another negative side is the tendency for others to express their beliefs so loudly that they block out the truth and reasoning of another individual. Now, when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about this in the discussion sense. I'm not intending to point fingers, but this happens a lot with newer members of any community and of any forums. No, really, this is not just theoranthropy, but everywhere. I mean, with every one. People want to think that because they believe something, it immediately has to be right for everyone else. That just isn't the truth. Then said people become upset when others ask for proof that what the person said can be applied to everyone. Believe it or not, there was a time in this community, not even more than two years ago, when if you were trying to prove something that was just your fluffy feeling, you would back it up with hard evidence. Real evidence. See, then this gets spun around and, well, just turn back on the older members. I mean, we're not trying to be unfair and we're not trying to not listen to the newer members. It's just that we are listening, we are respecting that you believe what you believe. However, asking for proof that what you say, you know, has some substance to it is not really rude or cruel. It's just the way most of us grew up, so to speak, in this community. Factual information and evidence is never a bad thing. The ugly. Bashing in general needs to get out of this community. Religion bashing is one of the main things I'd like to see head out of out the door and never come. I mean, for a community to get along, there needs to be a general respect. And when you're bashing a person for their beliefs, that just isn't going to create a conductive environment. On to the next segment. Stereotype searching. Figuring out your stereotype can be an interesting experience, and that's saying the least. Some people really never decide for sure what it is. Others figure it out quickly and never question. The experience varies from therianthrope to therianthrope, and that's the way it should be. Hmm, some tips to help you out. Never underestimate the power of the mind. If you try your hardest to convince yourself that you are something that you are not, you can end up with a lot of confusion later on. The best choice is to be open of what you could be, even if one of the possibilities is that you are not a therianthrope. Meditation and soul searching. Meditation and soul searching can really help you out in this process. Well, my third would have to be research. Research, research. No matter how many times I say it, I really think it needs to be said 50 times more because if you don't research what you think you are, you're not really going to get anywhere. True soul searching and meditation can help you out along the way, but in the end, to really identify if you relate to something, you need that research. Um, other suggestions would be just get involved in the community. Just hang out with people and 
learn from them. Ask them questions about how they found out for themselves. And always, always take your own time. Let's see. Next is multiple stereotypes. Study just reading some of their essays has to be one of the most enlightening things I've ever done. Really, take your time. Go find a person who has multiple stereotypes, read their essays, and just, wow, just totally become enriched. Um, now, about the increase. There's always been an increase in some things. Uh, I know it would be almost impolite of me to say, well, the increase is probably because, well, you know, um, people are just, well, becoming more and more, you know, like, oh, I want to be this, I want to be that, but it isn't like that. I mean, these people are sincere and honest. Well, the majority of them. I really believe in many of the people who provide factual information, who make really good essays, who talk about this on a spiritual level. It's very different, and, well, we're pretty different too, so why not, you know, just add the great big community of differences. Uh, sorry for making this sound so, uh, I don't know how to put it, just, it is a very confusing subject for me, myself, because I can't imagine things that way, but... I think that this would be the perfect example of why we need someone who actually knows more about this topic. That's why I'm saying go read someone with multiple stereotypes essays. Honestly, just go find those essays, read them, get enlightened, because I want to have someone host a segment on this, because this would be awesome. Um, now, something I do know a lot about, our next topic wings. Wings have many meanings. People say that they have them on their stereotypes and that this means that they suddenly must be some mythical type of creature and that's not always necessarily true. Um, sometimes it can be an other kin manifestation uh, that is a possibility. However, I think a more common possibility is that they're a spiritual representation of something else. If people are longing for some sort of freedom, then they might suddenly develop wings. Um, another thing that I've seen a lot is people who have developed, say, a bird, a avian, secondary stereotype. It is completely possible. I would never suggest that you rule that out because... You never know what can happen, and like I mentioned with the multiple stereotype segment, um, these things you just really need to research, you really need to look at this possibility. Um, I'm trying to think of anything I could really add to this, but I want to stress first that you look at it in a very spiritual sense. If you are feeling tied down, if you are feeling stressed, if you feel like you just want to fly away, you literally might be giving yourself wings spiritually. It is just something that we do before on uh, awareness forums, I believe. 
I made a topic about this myself many years ago. I had wings that developed in my lower back, and, well, those were other kin related. But the first thing that was suggested to me was to take a look and to think if I was stressed, if I was feeling held down, if I needed to just release tension, to just let go of the chains and break off. And it turned out not being the right thing for me, but that really is the first thing that other people should look at. Um, yes, on the other kin-related aspect, I really don't think I need to go there. This is a therianthropy podcast. I'm sure that if you think really hard, you can figure out what it's related to. Uh, no worries, I'll make an other kin podcast at some point as well. That I know a lot about. <laughs> Not to say that I don't know much, it's just that when it comes to a few of these segments, I am walking blind. I've read things, I've researched things, but it's different from having an actual person come and speak about it who knows a lot about these things. And that's why I encourage you all again to submit segments. Please help me out here. Let's see, our last thing is about viewing your therioside in a different way. Now, I know that's not the exact title, but I'm too lazy to go and look at it again. And I think that it sounds much simpler when I say it that way. Something like seeing your therioside in a different way. Well, many people see their therioside as just an aspect of themselves. It is themselves, it represents themselves. Other people have seen it in a different way. People see it as a different person, almost, its own individual identity. Um, and that is a little weird in the community. Not weird per se, but not norm. When really I think that we need to be more open and listen to people who view their theriocide that way. I myself view mine that way. I don't view it as me personally 24-7. I view it as a separate part of me, but I think that also comes from the fact that as an other kin, I'm used to dividing myself up a bit, and that can come from some of my multiplicity aspects as well. But really, you need to look at your stereotype sometime Wareside or Theriocide, depending on what term you prefer, and just look and see how you see it. Just take a step back and see how you see yourself, because really that's what it is. You're seeing yourself in a different way. Some people see themselves first person, some people see themselves third person. It can be very different from individual to individual. And the therianthropy community is all about individuality. We are certainly not all the same. Um, now, when it comes to things about seeing yourself, expressing yourself, I can't honestly tell you how to do such a thing, but just be yourself. Be what you feel is right for you. Um, as Therians, I think we have a little more trouble with that. I know that during awakening it can seem like a frightening time, but you need to just sit there and think, 
this is what I am. This is how I am viewing myself, and I'm going to try to look at this as positive as I can. Um, hmm. I'm going to have to edit all these ums out. It's just a natural thing. I'm constantly thinking. And, well, another thing that just popped into my mind is that not all people even see their stereotypes. And I mean literally, they don't see them. <laughs> no shifts, no nothing like that. It is completely integrated into themselves. And although I feel mine is separate from myself, at the same time, it is integrated with myself. I can't say it is completely integrated, but I can say that it is at times just, you know, completely blended into me. I don't need shifts. I don't need anything like that. It is just completely in there, totally mixed around with me. And that really brings me back to the fact that people need to understand there are different types of Therians. Uh, being a Therianthrope, again, individuality, we really all are different. Um, we have a lot of things to relate to each other about. And on that note, I would like to say that I've done a very horrible first time job at this. I'm going to go back and edit this as best as I can. I know there are going to be errors, I know the volume is probably way too low, but, um, just give me your feedback, submit segments so I don't have to do crappy segments, hopefully the show will be a lot longer than this once we get people who submit segments, because I really think shows should go on for more than, you know, 18 minutes, shows should go at least an hour. I want people to talk, and maybe now that I've gotten out of my little box and managed to speak some words, certainly not of wisdom, um, I'm hoping other people will come out and actually, yeah, enlighten us. You know, talk, come here, share what you know, share your experiences. If you have a topic or anything, please just contact me, Melodium, uh, therianthropypodcast at gmail.com altogether no special nippy wording or spelling or anything just therianthropypodcast at gmail.com address it segment well not address it title it Whoa, I'm so smart tonight um also if any of you think that you can find a better editing software if any of you have free music that I can throw in the background to make this sound a little cooler, um, please, please send it my way. I'm really trying to desperately improve this. Uh, I'm very nervous sitting here and speaking for the first time. And really, I want this to be not about myself, not about my experiences, but about the experiences of you guys, youtharians. You know, not just me, just everyone else too. I really want to get a wide variety. Um, next week, yes, this is going to be weekly. I'm going to do it on Tuesday nights because Wednesday mornings I can actually manage to get up late. And that would be awesome. Um, and yes, so please, we are doing this weekly. Next week, 
we are going to have a few of my friends on, hopefully. It depends on if we can get the recording equipment set up. But yes, we have more Therians, more, you know, just people who are like, what is Therianthropy? And maybe even my furry friend, which, you know, these people are not Therians, but it is cool to have an outsider's view on Therianthropy. And that way we ourselves can look at this and see, well, what do they think of us? What do people think of this? Um, possible topics for next show, uh, coming out to your friends, talking to your friends about this, family, um, different views of the community by different people from outside communities that are not related to Therianthropy. Um, yeah. I think that's it. I think I totally butchered this. I think it sounds okay enough to send out. Just let me edit it up a bit. And yeah, people, come on. Come on back. This has been your Therianthropy Podcast. I'm your host, Melodium, and I'm gonna go run away now, okay? Bye-bye. Good night, folks.